Glorious day, fellow traveler. Welcome to Science and God with Dr. G. That's me, Dr. Michael Gillen, physicist, astronomer, mathematician, and Christian. That's right. Living, breathing evidence that science and Christianity are not mortal enemies, but good friends. Actually, an awesome power couple. Today I hear from folks who believe that science and Christianity are as different as oil and water, that they're incompatible. You probably know some of these folks. Maybe they're in your family or close circle of friends. Or maybe you yourself are one of them. You know, these folks believe that being a scientist and a Christian is absolutely impossible. So either I'm a fake scientist or a fake Christian or both. I can't possibly be real. That's news to my wife <laughs> and my friends. Which raises an interesting question, right? What exactly does it mean to be a real scientist and a real Christian at the same time? Well, that, my fellow traveler, is what today's journey is all about. Okay, so let's start with this. There are two basic world views. First, there's the natural worldview. According to naturalism, the universe can be described solely in terms of space, time, matter, and energy. There's nothing more to the universe than that. Then there's the supernatural worldview. Now, according to supernaturalism, the universe cannot be fully explained in terms of space, time, matter, and energy. There's more to it than that. Modern science embraces the natural worldview. Okay, most people know that. But what a lot of people don't understand is that science does not, I repeat, does not discredit the supernatural worldview. Science is neutral or agnostic toward the supernatural worldview. Why is that? Because science is not the supreme court of the universe. It doesn't have that kind of ultimate authority. It has authority, but it is not the ultimate authority of the universe. Hate to break it to you. You see, the scientific method is designed to study natural phenomena, space, time, matter, and energy. It isn't equipped to detect supernatural phenomena. It just isn't made to do that. Simply put, Science plays in a very well-defined sandbox. It doesn't have the power to say anything about what might or might not exist outside that well-defined sandbox. Many people are confused about this because they hear some scientists saying things like, Science disproves the existence of God. Or, Supernaturalism is stupid and flies in the face of modern science. Or, Christianity is anti-scientific. You've heard them. But none of that is true. Scientists who say those things are not speaking as scientists. They're speaking as atheists. 
They believe in naturalism, and that part is scientific. But they go one step further and claim that naturalism is the only way to go, that supernaturalism is nonsense. But that claim is not scientific. Remember, science is neutral or agnostic about supernaturalism. You know, during my first years of grad school, I was one of those atheist scientists. I had a natural worldview, yes, but like astronomer Carl Sagan, who was one of my professors at Cornell, I also claimed that naturalism is all there is, all there ever was, and all there ever will be. And guess what? Christians too can be atheists. That's right. There are Christians who play up the importance of the natural and downplay, if not downright reject, the supernatural. And my first contact with these folks, interestingly enough, came in the late 80s. I was at ABC News. They belonged to a group called the Jesus Seminar, which sounds like, you know, okay, Jesus Seminar. They're all about Jesus. You know, they consider themselves Christians, but get this, they don't believe that Jesus is God or that he ever performed miracles or that he ever rose from the dead. Instead, their interpretation of the Bible gives natural explanations for everything. So, for example, they'd say the parting of the Red Sea could have been caused by a strong wind, but it wasn't a miracle of any kind. Okay? On the opposite end of the spectrum, there are Christians who play up the supernatural and downplay, if not downright reject, the natural. Now these Christians, these Christians feel that science is a crutch, that having faith in Jesus should be pure and simple. In extreme cases, they even see science as an outright enemy, the enemy. They see science as a serious threat to pure faith. In other words, these Christians believe in the virtue of blind faith. And they defend that belief by pointing to what Jesus said to Thomas. Remember that? The famous skeptic? He said, You believe because you have seen. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. Hey there, breaking in for just a second to tell you about where human society is headed. The world my Gen Z son and his generation will inherit promises to be very different than the one we grew up in. That's why I've written a book called The End of Life as We Know It, ominous news from the frontiers of science. Think of it as a survival manual for the 21st century. You can get it on Amazon or wherever you buy books. Now, back to the podcast. Today, I have a worldview that is both natural and supernatural. I've explained my transformation in previous journeys, so I'm not going to get into it here. But what I'll say is this. During grad school, my scientific atheism began failing me in many different ways. 
So I decided to venture beyond the well-defined scientific sandbox because I wanted to find out for myself, for myself, if there was more to the universe than just space, time, matter, and energy. Boy, talk about a journey. It was a journey of a lifetime. I loved it. <laughs> you know, I spent many years exploring the world's major religions, beginning with Hinduism and ending with Christianity. And when the dust settled, I abandoned my atheism, but I kept my science. That is, I kept my natural worldview, but I added to it a supernatural worldview. And because of that seismic transformation, and there's no other way to describe it, it was a seismic transformation that changed my life forever. I now have a natural worldview that's consistent with science, plus a supernatural worldview that's consistent with Christianity. It is, my friend, the best of two very powerful worldviews. You know, Albert Einstein wasn't a Christian, but he also wasn't an atheist. He actually had a natural, supernatural worldview. This is how he described it. Listen carefully. Quote, these are his words. Even though the realms of religion and science are clearly marked off from each other, nevertheless, there exist between the two strong reciprocal relationships and dependencies. The situation may be expressed by an image. Science without religion is lame. Religion without science is blind." Unquote. The Apostle Paul said the identical thing in a different way. When he was faced with a choice between worshiping God with his mind or his spirit, this is what he said. I love this. Quote, What then shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my mind. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my mind. That's one of my favorite verses. That, my friend, is the epitome of the natural, supernatural worldview. It's a worldview that makes full use of your mind and your spirit. A worldview that honors and obeys God's greatest commandment. You are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. So then, where does your worldview fit into all of this? Do you have a strictly natural worldview? Or do you have a strictly supernatural worldview? I hope that what you've learned during this journey is that you don't have to choose. In fact, you shouldn't choose. Because everything science has discovered, everything the Bible reveals, is that the universe is both natural and supernatural. Our amazing, jaw-dropping, natural, supernatural universe is more than just space, time, matter, and energy. 
It has features that defy the senses, defy logic, and even defy the wildest imagination. Our amazing, jaw-dropping, natural, supernatural universe is not an accident. The overwhelming evidence is that it was purposely designed for life. It was designed for you and me. And finally, our amazing, jaw-dropping, natural, supernatural universe is revealed in both the experiments of science and the pages of the Bible. And more than that, science and the Bible also reveal the brilliant, just, and loving Creator responsible for our amazing, jaw-dropping, natural, supernatural universe. Okay, that's it for now. Remember, this podcast is not a lecture series. It's a conversation. So now it's your turn. Comments, questions, I'm eager to hear from you. There's all kinds of ways you can connect up with me via my social media links in the show notes below. Till next time, I'm still Dr. G saying, I love science, I love God, I also love you, my fellow traveler. Thanks for listening.